Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEALS. Food Heals Podcast, Episode 215. I was born with um, these gifts, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what to do with them. So as a child, they were burden energy to me. How did you know you had them? Because I could see dead people. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Whitney Lauritsen. Yay, welcome Whitney. Thanks for co-hosting. Oh, you're so welcome. Sorry. <laughs> People can have it. People can know what happens. Parentheses, natural reaction. Behind the scenes. So Hashtag natural reaction. Behind the scenes, what happens is we have a script, but we try to stay off script so it's natural. <laughs> and Allison's laughing because that was not natural sounding. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> okay, well, the next take one. Take two. Roxy, take two. Okay. <laughs> so, thanks for coming. What do you have to say to that? I would say I'm really excited about being here. Yeah. <laughs> Sound a little bit more authentic, okay, I right, think. All okay. right. No, I, I love being here. I love this podcast. I love being with Allison. I have been here all day and I can't get enough. Yay. We're My having love so much language fun. is quality time. Quality so time. Yes. I can never get enough quality time. And, and we just ordered veggie grill. Yes, we so did. We're going to have more quality time. So I basically have to stay until the food arrives, then I can escape. <laughs> okay, well, today we're chatting with transformational energy healer, Lisa Thomas. I'm obsessed with Lisa. Roxy, are you obsessed with Lisa? I'm obsessed. I'm now obsessed with Lisa. She's amazing. We're in love with Lisa. Mm-hmm. So Lisa empowers individuals to reach their full potential by removing inherited emotional blocks. So that's like fear of success or fear of failure, anxiety, procrastination. I don't know what that's like. Excess (laughs) weight, fear of public speaking. That's one of the number one fears. Money beliefs, false beliefs around money. She removes relationship drama, business stagnation, all of these things that we might be feeling, but they could be inherited. Wow. Say what? That's what I wanted to say. Removing negative energy and inherited patterns empowers people to get their gifts, talents, and ideas into the world more confidently and in alignment with their soul's purpose. 
Who doesn't want that? I am so excited. This is going to be one of the best episodes of Food Heals I'm predicting. Yes, I like your prediction. Yay! Mm -hmm. I'm rubbing my hands together in anticipation. And if you love this episode, Lisa is offering you some sweet deals at foodhealsnation.com slash Lisa. Go there to get a free money healing meditation, as well as sign up to have a session with Lisa, and you'll get $100 off. That's a great deal, Food Heals Nation. Just tell them Food Heals sent you. Next up, our interview with Lisa. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Lisa is dedicated to breaking cycles of struggle and negative patterns, drawing on her lifelong access to source energy in an intense study of various holistic healing methods. Yes. And Lisa works with people of all ages. Her youngest client is actually a newborn. Can you believe that? I know. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And her lucky kid. Yeah. Right. I know. Well, and I think. Where was she when I was born? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she can work on a baby in the womb too. That's incredible. I'm definitely calling her. When I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Me too. And, you know, her oldest client is in their 80s. So she helps all of us onto a clearer path to self-fulfillment, allowing greater happiness, love, and prosperity into their lives. Welcome, Lisa. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. We are so glad to have you. I just had a DNA energy healing (gasps) with Lisa. What? I want that. You have to have one. She's going to tell us everything. So I'm actually glad that Whitney's here because I know Lisa. I've worked with Lisa. We have a lot of mutual friends and I know more about her. And you coming from a place of not knowing about her or what she does is going to be great for the questions that are going to come out of this because I'm sure you'll think of things that I can't think of. But can we just start with who you are and what you do? Yes. Make sure you (laughs) explain what DNA energy healing is. Oh, we will. Okay. Well, I'm a tease. It is a tease. I want to know right now. (laughs) You want me to start with that? Of course. We can start any, this can go anywhere anywhere we we want. want. Okay. It's our show. All right. Emotionally inherited DNA is the stuff that gets passed down through the cell memory. Mm -hmm. So, our ancestors, they had trauma or a phobia. Or they had something experienced in their life where the subconscious would trap that memory. And then it gets passed down. So we could have a fear of spiders that was actually inherited from somebody further up in the lineage. Mm -hmm. We can inherit anxiety Mm, and different things like that. And what's important to know is that our ancestors didn't pass it down to us on purpose. Mom and dad didn't, you know, do this to us on purpose. And we didn't do anything wrong to inherit it. Mm, that's and, powerful. Yeah, and the beautiful thing is we don't have to keep it. And we can mm-hmm. heal it. Yes, okay. we can wow. heal it. <laughs> what a great hook to keep listening, though, because now I'm so... I, I've already been fascinated by that, but I, I don't think I ever thought to like do a special clearing of it. I I knew that that existed, but how cool that you, you're offering up this amazing transformational experience for people to, to let go of that. Thank you. I want to know, Allison, can you give a quick testimony? What happened after the healing? Well, it's very recent. So I can't say after everything changed, it just happened. But what I can say is a very, very powerful experience. And for me, 
I've worked so much over the last few years in healing what I do remember and healing trauma that I can call on because I went through it. So then you're like, well, why aren't I healed yet? Well, maybe some of it is inherited through those generations that you don't even know exist. So what Lisa really does is shows you, oh, this didn't come from your experience. You're holding something in your body that isn't even yours. And so the power of being able to clear that, I think, is like, a life changing. You're like, oh my God, this is possible. Wow, because I didn't even think about that. I've been I've been spending a lot of time in the past few years trying to remove limiting beliefs and and especially around money. And I feel like it's just this ongoing journey of tr- trying to figure out like what did my parents say to me when I was growing up? Uh-huh. And like how was I how was you know all these questions that you try to remember from a kid but, but what if a lot of those limiting beliefs came from before I was even here? You know, and that is because, for example, my my grandfather was part of the Great Depression and I've interviewed him a number of times before he passed. Mm -hmm. And that came up so much. And I'm sure my grandfather just went through a lot of trauma and then his parents there. So think about like that getting passed through, like how they could barely afford food back then, you know, and that whole relationship with money that my dad, my his son may not have experienced, but maybe my 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 father is now carrying something. And then in addition to him passing down the genes, him his actual words and behavior. So it's like it compounds it together. Absolutely. Wow. Lisa? Yes. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> Stick around for this yeah. episode. Well let's let's hone in on that, okay? okay? Because inherited money beliefs are huge and I love clearing around it, okay? Mm. Yes. And you're right, Whitney. It gets handed down and then we're also in that in our home where we learn behavior and we hear money doesn't grow on trees. We hear you can't be spiritual and prosperous. We hear, Mm -hmm. you know, and we experience, we witness that there is never enough. Right. right? And the common emotion that gets handed down is scarcity. Mm -hmm. I remember my grandmother would save every baggie. She would wash them out, turn them inside out, let them dry. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, that's an, it's a pattern. Mm -hmm. So think of the person that, had the money before the depression set in, and that was taken away from them. Yeah. Okay? That's a fear in itself that what you have will be taken from you. Right. And so then you want to hoard, you know, you want to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. And then the fear that there isn't going to be enough, whether it's food or money, and then it causes us to believe that we have to stay small. We can't go bigger than what we are. Mm -hmm. It triggers a lot of things. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. so interesting because my... On this same grandfather, I I know a lot about him, but I I don't know as much about my grandmother who passed. I always focus so much time on learning about my grandfather for some reason. But as you're saying this, my grandmother was obsessed with coupons and getting things for free or for like buy one, get one free type of thing. And she years beyond after she passed, my father was still clearing out all the food she had in the basement. So in addition to the, the kitchen, she stored all these different types of food in the in a huge freezer and in a cabinet to be, and that makes sense because she probably grew up being afraid that she'd run out of food and she wanted to take care of her family the original hoarder uh-huh yeah but she wasn't like a hoarder in that classic sense but it's so interesting when you frame it this way like how much insight that gives you to who you are it, and it might show up in your life where you have a hard time cleaning out your closet mm-hmm. Because you might need it in yes. the future. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Wow. So how does how do you actually do the DNA clearing? Like, is there a I'm sure it's very involved, but but what's the a quick little summary of <laughs> not giving away your secrets, but but like what is the basis of how it works and how you work with people like Allison? Yeah, I'm trying to, okay, how do I put this in perspective? Yeah. I use a lot of kinesiology, which is a, just a fancy way of saying I muscle test the body. Right. Ah. I am clairvoyant, so, but I don't trust that, if that makes sense. So I might have an ancestor come and say, hey, it's abandonment or, or whatever, but I'm always going to trust the body. So I formulate questions, okay, like what needs to be released to allow Whitney to feel more comfortable making more money? Mm, okay. Wow, what a gift. And then I have hundreds of words that I scan. I have trauma lists. I have all sorts of things. And I'm connected with you energetically. So I'm muscle testing. Basically, I'm talking to your subconscious. And your subconscious is going to tell me the truth of what is blocking you. Mm, oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and when I release it from you, it will release it from your ancestors that inherited it, which is often they come in gratitude. They come um, to watch the process, and they often come with a message for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did that? Did you experience any of that yet? When did this happen? When did you do? I'm gonna cry. Yeah, I had my parents come through, and it was a beautiful experience. And I really want to keep it. It was for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was very powerful. And yes. Wow. The experience was 100% real. They came to you during the session or afterwards? During. Wow. And how long does the session go for? An hour. Wow. That's powerful, an hour. And how did you get into this? Tell us your story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was born with um, these gifts, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what to do with them. So as a child, they were burden energy to me. How did you know you had them? Because I could see dead people. Yeah. And I had a lot of fear, and I was extremely insecure. I mean, it makes you very different. I bet. It does. I can't even imagine. Yeah. And my, I can look at somebody when I was a little girl and be able to tell my mom if they were healthy or not. Like, just I just lived in this different world. And my mom would say, shh, don't say anything, because she was trying to protect me from... Um, being ridiculed. Yeah. Did right? she understand it or no, was she trying? She, she was like in denial around it or? No, I don't think she understood. Yeah. And she didn't know what to do with it. And I didn't know what to do with it. And so I had a lot of fear around who I was. I kept, I was just so different that I didn't really fit in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell anybody. And I, you know, so at night as a little girl, because I was afraid of going to sleep, I literally would have. This family of, um, it was family meaning a mother, a father, and two little children come into my room at night and create this visual for me to help me go to sleep so I would feel safe. Well, it was a, an Indian family. Now, let's fast forward, okay, 20 years. And I'm talking to my father, and I'm like, I feel this woman around me, and because um, I wasn't seeing her. And I said, but she's a really familiar feeling to me, like, I've no, I know this woman. And he just said to me, you know what, maybe it's your grandfather's wife. And I said, was she Indian? All of a sudden, these memories started coming back, and she was. She had died from the influenza back in the 20s, 25, okay? And she had stayed around. So she was like, well, she's my guardian angel. So it's interesting how we think life is tough, but we really have people around us to support us. 
I, I absolutely Uh believe it. And I grew up with my mother believing in all of this and my father saying, what you see is what you get. Mm. So here I am talk about, you know, inherited DNA just from my parents. I've got an angel and devil on my shoulder when it comes to all of this stuff where part of me is pulled in the direction of what you see is what you get. Everything else is BS. And then the other part that is just like we are surrounded by angels and our loved ones at all times. We are safe and loved and taken care of. And I want to always be gravitating, obviously, in the one that fills me up and makes me excited and makes me feel safe and comforted. But sometimes I get dragged in the other direction. And so for someone who is not trusting that there are beings loving us and that, you know, that we are protected and safe and all of those things. What advice would you have for them to tap into this, this, I don't know what the right word is, intuition, but it's more than intuition. Well, everyone has a guardian angel. They have more than one. Okay. And it's nine times out of 10, it's going to be from the lineage on or on both sides. Mm -hmm. Because our family is really important. Bloodline is very important to us and to our purpose. We've helped them. They help us. Think of it that way. But they can't take away our free will. One of the reasons we come to earth is so we can make our own decisions. Mm. Free will. So they're going to protect you. They can do certain things, but they can't take your free will away. So one thing I would suggest is you talk out loud and you give gratitude and you say, thank you for being in my life. And I give you permission to help me with dot, dot, dot. Yes. Whatever it is that you're going through. And it sounds, but you have to talk out loud. All right. Not that they can't understand your thoughts, but as a whole, that's not what happens. They need to hear it. And imagine them just kind of like doing a happy dance. They're so happy to be able to do more for you. Mm-hmm. And in our session, that would come up where um, Lisa would say to me, does this person have permission to help you with this? And I would say yes. Oh, wow. And so they, they wanted to help me. But like she said, I have free will. I can do whatever I want. And they're not going to interfere with my life unless I give them absolute permission. So that was fascinating to me. I don't know if if this is too simplified or commercialized, but what I started as a visual thinking of the, the Disney movie Coco... I don't, I don't know if you amazing, saw that. It's amazing, isn't it? it right, is. and it's all oh, did you it. see it? No. Oh, okay. It's oh such gosh, a beautiful it's film. Amazing. Okay. But yes. it's about it's you know a very simple simplistic version of what we're talking about. It's about the ancestors mm-hmm. and the Cinco de Mayo and right. It's on Cinco de Mayo and and them coming to visit and how you know they're very much alive and it's just this beautiful visualization of of maybe in, in the essence of what you're talking about here. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Great example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we see that film and you're like, oh, like, you know, it's not just like a Disney fantasy. This is likely happening in all of our lives in one way or another. And so um, how do emotions get trapped in our body through the DNA? Well, there's three different ways that emotions get trapped. So one is inherited, right? The in- that we just talked about. Yeah. And then the other way is through our subconscious. The subconscious will trap emotions or experiences because it thinks it's helping us because it doesn't know the truth from the lie. It just knows what we believe. So if mom forgets you in kindergarten and the emotion of abandonment traps, okay, Mm -hmm. and then you go on in life and whatever, but and you're in therapy for something else and you realize, oh my gosh, that was a really traumatic um, emotional experience for me. So mom could have either had a lot of troubles, right? Maybe she was alcoholic. Maybe she was depressed and slept all day. 
Maybe she was PTA president and you felt that that was more important Mm -hmm. than you. The point is, is cognitively, you figure out why that happened and you're good with it. But then people keep leaving you in your life. So this is what happened. This is an an experience from a client. Becomes a pattern. It becomes a pattern. And if if the emotion, the vibration of abandonment does not get trapped, then what happens is people come into our life that have a similar vibration. And so at first we think, I mean, we don't identify it as abandonment, right? Sure, sure. But we're like, oh my gosh, we're two peas in a pot. I love this person. And within three, five, you know, months, two years, you're abandoning each. One of you will abandon the other. Mm-hmm. It can actually help a relationship. When you clear a certain emotion from someone that's resonating with somebody else, it can really improve a relationship. Because, mm. Yeah. Is it similar to how sometimes we pick our life partners based on unresolved childhood issues? Absolutely. Okay, so that's Absolutely. like a psychology concept. But it, but there's so much truth in it. Right, And yeah. I actually have several psychologists refer to me. Because you, we can make sense of it, and but we're still having to push through it. And the truth is, life doesn't have to be difficult. Yeah, good things and bad things happen, but it does not have to be a struggle. We don't have to constantly be pulling up our pants and going, okay, I can do it today. It doesn't have to be that hard. So for type A people like me who think that I have to fix, do everything on my to-do list by the end of the day or else I'm a failure, what advice do you have for me and anyone else who might be like Myself included. (laughs) Um, I call that perfectionism. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And it's out of balance. It's not that it's a bad thing because it makes you really good at the details, right? It makes you good at what you do. Sure. So think of it as just out of balance. You can still be detailed without being a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, nobody really likes being around perfectionist people. Type A plus personalities are not fun to be with. Mm -hmm. I barely like this girl. (laughs) I know, sometimes we clash. Just kidding. Well, it's funny how you're drawn to people that are similar. We're so similar. I actually love that about Allison. We're too similar, yeah. It's actually, for me, a trust thing, though, in terms of... You're like, I get you. Well, not just that, but I, I, for me... Mm-hmm. is I feel safe when there's everything's organized and the details are lined up. And so I feel safer and trusting of people like Allison because she I know she's like-minded and she'll make sure the details are covered. For me, I start I, I reflect on this. I'm like, okay, so there's something that must have happened where I was taught in my head that in order to feel safe, I needed to be organized and needed to be prepared. It's like a protection. Thing. Oh, yeah. It I is. know what mine was. I got mine. We got to figure out yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fast. And it's it's really, it's nice to speak with you about this because it can feel very lonely. And I've actually been to a number of therapists over the years, you know, when I felt I needed it. And it's there's only been one in all my years that I've tried that, that really felt like I helped get to the root of something. But I feel like a lot of psychologists just didn't get deep enough for me. And I feel like maybe this DNA is like the really the next level and complimentary as as you were saying that you have therapists, uh, psychologists recommending you is I feel like it really goes hand in hand. And it can help us go a level deeper. You know, because I feel like a lot of people try therapy, and they're like, Oh, it doesn't work for me. Well, Lisa is not talk therapy. I'm not talk I'm aware. therapy. I'm aware. She is at the next yeah. level of, right? For people next, that maybe next, don't, next level. but don't feel like the surface level, why do you feel yes. that way question is working for you. Oh, yeah. it's, it's like, let's get to the root. Let's get to the root and get rid of it. Yeah. Tell me what you want in life, you know, yeah. and what you don't want. 
and I work with both of that. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. I mean, how valuable is that? That is. Can you do sessions? Do you do it through Skype or only in person? Like, how do I you? I can do it in person. Okay. And I do a lot over the phone. Okay, great. Okay. So anybody listening Any, could call you oh, up yeah. and, and have a session. I work with people in the Philippines, in Canada, wow. all over the world. Amazing. It is because energy doesn't have a boundary. Mm-hmm. I can connect with anybody. Wow, what a! I mean, that's that's so beautiful that you give that. But it took you a long time to give yourself permission to use your gifts. Can you tell us a little it bit about that? It actually happened kind of by accident. Okay. Because I was raised that um, you can't be spiritual and prosperous. Mm-hmm. You can't ser- sell your gifts, mm-hmm. okay? <clears throat> and so the way I do it now is I, if people call me and say I want a reading, I refer them out because that's not what I'm doing. All right. It's the fact a clairvoyant that I, reading, yeah. you mean? What I'm the fact that I can hear ancestors and communicate is just icing on the cake to help the individual understand bloodline and, and why they are the way they are and why somebody else was. And if it's in, inherited in the children, it'll clear from the children. Or, okay. If I mean, if you had children, all right. As I got older, I started becoming fascinated with different holistic things. My father was it was very holistic at the time with organic food, mm-hmm. okay, and and how we ate, and he taught me that way. So I knew the difference of when I ate well and when I didn't and how I felt. So see, it's all about becoming in tune with our bodies and being true to ourselves. And I started doing, like I said, all these different holistic things, and I started getting certified in different methods of healing. But I never did anything with it. It was a hobby, it was just something for me to do. Sure. My daughter had gone through a program for anxiety. And one of the things that they did in there was they gave her an energy session. And I happened to be in the room when she went to call this woman for the session. And she was rude to her. Who was? My daughter. Okay. Because she was being defensive. Okay. Your daughter was my rude. My daughter was rude. And I was so embarrassed for this woman because she had set an hour aside for my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. But I understood why, you know, my daughter was that way. I wasn't being judgmental of it. So when she hung up the phone, I went in the other room and I called her. And I said, I'll take that session from you, for my daughter. And she was really good at what she did. And she said to me, she goes, wow. She goes, you are so gifted. And she goes, and you're not doing anything with it. Mm -hmm. And she said, until you own your gifts, until you start using them to help others on a regular basis, you are not fulfilling your purpose on earth. Well, it felt really good for me to hear, but I didn't know what that meant. And so I said, okay, well, what does that mean? And she said, well, you're already certified in some things. Go do this. And she said, but you really need to read this book. So I read the book. What book was it? It's called The Emotion Code by Bradley Nelson. And it's a certification. And it's a good one. It's just one of my 10, all right? But I wasn't going to get certified in it. So I read the book. She didn't tell me to get certified in it. She wasn't certified in it. And I read it, and I thought, this is pretty cool. It's really a introduction into anybody that can heal your kids, yourself, okay? And I went to put it on my shelf, because I was grateful. I was grateful for it. I put it on my shelf, and I hear Lisa get certified. And I answered out loud because I do do that, just so you know. I'm like, I don't need another certification. And I'm really good. I believe it. I'm grateful I read it. And I heard, just do it. Mm. Now, whether you hear it or whether you feel something, when you're prompted to do something, it's really important you listen to that intuition. Mm -hmm. And I know that feeling. And I said, okay. 
So I kind of put it off a little bit. I had a conversation after I did the research. I told my husband, all right, who, by the way, is very supportive of me. But the reason I'm sharing this is so you realize that sometimes when we're getting in alignment with what we need to do, it just doesn't fall into place. Right? So perfect. We have to get over ourselves. We have to get out of ourselves and we have to trust. And my husband said to me, Lisa, I do not want my wife hanging a shingle from our house saying healer. He said, I don't want to tell anybody. And I said, then don't tell anyone. And it was a defining moment for me Mm. where I really had had to dig deep in that second and say, sweetheart, I love you. And we can do this together. You can, you know, you don't have to be part of it, but I want you in my life to do this with me. And I need your support. It's almost like he was echoing your mother in that sense where it's he really was trying insightful. to protect you mm-hmm. and he, he didn't want the world to know your powers. or He was scared of them or something. You think that's what it was? I think he didn't want people to judge me. Just like probably your mother. Just like my mom. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's, and just that goes to your point, too, of mm-hmm. the partners we choose and how they reflect our parents. Yeah. And that's fascinating. <laughs> well, this particular certification is different than all's, all other ones I had done. Usually in a certification program, you just go to the class and you walk out with a piece of paper. Uh-huh. That's the truth. Okay. This one, I did the online program, passed all the different tests, and then you had to work on 30 people. You had to release five heart walls, and you had to work with five animals. So, you see, I had to get out. I had to say something. I had to tell people what I was doing. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that. Because remember, I had been shut down my entire life where I would not be accepted. Mm -hmm. So I was telling my acupuncturist I was thinking about doing it, even though I had already done the certification part, okay, the preliminary. And she said, Lisa, I'll send you two people. And I said, well, don't send anybody that... That, you, that means a lot to you, because what if I don't know what I'm doing, right? Because I was nervous. And she sent me two people, and those people sent me people, and those oh. me, sent me people. And what's a six-month program for certification? I did it in like two and a half months. And you know, it was the most awakening time for me, because all of a sudden I realized this is why I hear dead people, because I can hear, right, this bloodline. I can help heal the bloodline. And so all of a sudden, it gave me a purpose in my life. And when we find a purpose, then things do flow to us. Mm-hmm. And yes. right, um, I'm able to use my gifts, but really what I'm doing is helping the person's body heal from their past, from the trauma and what they inherited, it, what the subconscious trapped during their lifetime, their energy blueprint. I mean, sometimes guests render me speechless, and I'm just like, tell me more, Lisa. I know, that's how I feel. Just keep talking. In a trance. I know, I'm in a trance. (laughs) And your energy, you know, being around you is so grounding and loving, and I just feel like I'm in a peaceful state. And we were at this event. It was our friend, our mutual friend, you know her, JJ Flazanes, releasing What Weighs You Down event. And people were, I don't know if you realized how much of a celebrity you were. People were just gravitating <laughs> towards Lisa. We were both speakers at the event and we would just sit down to eat or sit down afterwards in front of the fireplace to just hang out. And people were just coming and being so gravitated towards Lisa and asking her question after question after question. Like you are the celebrity of the event. I really mm-hmm. feel that. And so I just, I just reflect back to you how wonderful it is that you've got into your purpose and started doing this because you are such a gift to all of us. And that's why you were surrounded by people. We're all seekers. 
Well, we're we, seeking the answer. Yes, exactly. And I was thinking as you were saying that I do a lot of coaching. I feel like I'm, I don't know if it's my purpose fully. I haven't, I'm still defining what that is or, or revealing what that is, I should say. But one of my greatest joys is, is helping people, guiding them towards their own purpose. And I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking of how many people I notice that are on track for something that doesn't feel in alignment. And you can tell, you can tell when somebody's in their purpose because their energy is so different and, and grounded and confident. And there's, I'm, I'm hypersensitive to noticing when people aren't authentic, when they are living a life that just feels little off, like they're wearing the mask, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, it is like, as you were speaking about this, I'm thinking, wow, imagine the shift if more people could clear these things away so that they could get closer to their purpose. And we were talking about in another episode, the book Man's Search for Meaning and how, you know, the big message in that book is about how we each as individuals need to find meaning in our lives and purpose. And so to think of how many people in this life are not living their purpose and that's there's so much suffering when you don't live your purpose it's just no wonder people are drawn to her at an event like that because i feel like like you were saying they're seeking people want to know their purpose what's getting in the way like i'm very curious about finding the root cause of things and i get very frustrated when I spend my time reading or studying something and I don't get the answers. I'm like, oh, you know, like I want those deep answers. And so what you, you do is so, so needed and craved by people. And I, I just feel so full of gratitude that you're here. It's really magical. And can we talk about the three blocks? Oh, yes. Give us more. There's three different ways that emotions get blocked. That's what you mean. So we get inherited. Then the subconscious will trap them during our lifetime, like the example of kindergarten at five, right? And and then what will happen is it'll trap similar emotions, thinking it's trying to help us because it's really just trying to protect us. That's what it's doing. What's trying to protect us? Our subconscious is. Our subconscious, right. Is it the the ego ego mind? The ego mind is. So our heart, we have two brains. I think of it, actually, we probably, our gut is a brain too. So we could include that as three. Yeah, they okay. call the gut the second brain, right? Yeah. Do they really? That's why it's so important to keep it healthy. I mean, on another rant that we could do for we an could. hour that we could all talk wow. about is why we need to take probiotics to keep our gut bacteria so healthy because it is our second brain. And if it's suffering, we're all suffering. That. That's and amazing. And not only the physical, but also the emotional side of the uh-huh. gut. But please continue. So That's right. Yes. You had to get, I agree. Yeah. And, wow. you, and if you want to rant about that, please go off. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Because <laughs> I've got plenty to say. I'm sure Whitney's got plenty yes. to say. Well, emotions can, can can get trapped in the gut, right. like anxiety, right? right? It can also make it difficult for us to take in a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. It can cause us to crave certain foods that aren't good for us, right? right? So it's really important. And as far as the subconscious trapping things and creating walls in our around us, it's so that we don't feel pain. I know this so well. Well, it's like how many people, they say that weight, excess weight on our bodies is generally a protective thing. Mm -hmm. It can be emotional. So for the people that have done every diet, every exercise, and they still can't keep it off, it's like, Mm -hmm. what emotionally are you holding on to for protection? Yeah. And that's hard. I mean, I think I have that with, with the excess weight that I feel like I've never been able to shed. 
is, and that's, I've, I've never, I haven't found the answer as to why it's there. And that I'm, that's what I mean is like, there's so much surface level, but it can go I deeper. feel like you just know how to go deeper. And that's incredible. You'll find this interesting that I found over the years around weight. It's not, it, it is a lot of it is, um, for protection, for grounding, mm-hmm. but you'll find this one interesting. Okay. It's actually sometimes so that people can be seen. Because when they were young, they were ignored and they didn't have a voice and they weren't seen. So it's, it's messed up. I mean, it's switched in the brain. Right. Right. And so you can't ignore me now. You cannot ignore me. I'm a force to be reckoned with. You're not going to push me around. I'm not going to be bullied. Wow. Have you written a book? I haven't. Wow. I was just saying this. I'm like, I want to read this book. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I'm sure you, you, you've. Yeah, I, I'm just starting to learn about you, but I'm just thinking in terms of just those insights are just so powerful. I, I if, if anyone's, I don't know if they're watching the video or not, but my jaw is like hung open when she's saying that <laughs> because that's, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Mm-hmm. Let's do cancer. Because well, cancer is an epidemic. Be, it really. is an epidemic. And what about breast, breast cancer, let's say? I don't work with a lot of cancer patients. Okay. No okay. Worries. And I'll tell you why. Because I don't want to get in trouble, okay? I don't heal cancer. Right, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, and so, but I can tell you that cancer, and my mother died from ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. I think cancer stems from holding our emotions in. Mm-hmm. Anger is a big contributor, mm-hmm. okay? Not feeling like you have a voice, people pleaser, mm-hmm. over people pleasing, okay? Where your whole identity is around people pleasing. Mm-hmm. So you got t- both extremes, angry people, people pleaser, mm-hmm. all right? It, those two things seem to um, people want to shut down around. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I am I'm so sorry. We're not saying that you are going to cure cancer with these no. answers. No, but- yeah. But just insights, I suppose. Is yeah. that where you were going with and that? And that gave you some yes. insight, right? Sure. Yeah. Like okay. Louise oh, Hay. Yeah. So um, yeah. her books say a lot about different chronic degenerative diseases and what the emotion is. Now, we're not saying, I believe all disease is multifactorial. It can be environmental. It can be the, what the food you're eating. It can be the toxins in your water supply. There are many things that can also have to do with emotion. So I'm just trying to kind of like help people get a sense of what it could be if they're suffering from something and have that aha moment. When I was having severe back problems, they were only on one side of my body, on my back. And I looked it up in Louise Hayes' book, and my jaw dropped to the floor, and I cried. The second I read it, it still gets me emotional. It was right side pain in the back, and I forget the exact words of what it was, but it was like unwillingness to forgive and anger at father. And all of a sudden it hit me because I was like, I'm not mad at my dad. I love my fucking dad. He was the best. He was the fucking best. But I was angry that he left me. He died. Yeah, he died. Mm -hmm. So I had to do so much work about that. And it still flares up now and then. So I know there's more work to do. But good God, is it better? I mean, I'm a new person. I can do things I couldn't do for a long time. I could not, I had to stop going to yoga a a few years ago and I was in yoga teacher training uh, and I had to stop because, well, I got a car accident on my way to yoga teacher training. It's really an ironic, (laughs) crazy story. But the point is, is when I realized that there could be, yeah, I was in a car accident, but that did that cause that one side back pain? No, I attribute it to that when I was talking to my chiropractors and doctors, because I didn't really know how to explain it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just like, well, really, truly, it was emotional. And it was so painful, I couldn't lay on that side. Long story short, I did all this work on 
um, forgiveness Mm -hmm. and not only forgiving my dad for leaving this world, but forgiving myself for all the judgments I had around all the situations. And so Mm -hmm. it's a lot of deep work and it it requires a lot of crying and a lot of letting go of that Mm self-protection that we were talking about. Which can feel so scary. Oh, it's terrifying. (laughs) I'm not sitting here like this shit is easy. It's being vulnerable and it's so hard. And I've done a lot of work, and I'm not done yet. We're never done healing, right, Lisa? I don't think so. Yeah. And, but you brought up a good point. When the emotions that you're holding on to that don't serve you are released, the body can heal much easier. Yeah. So people have come to me, and I, and I, you know, I make it clear, right? But by releasing it, and I can ask the body, what's preventing it from healing? What's mm-hmm. slowing the process down? What needs to be released to allow the body to heal? I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. And so um, I know Food Heals Nation is listening. They're like, where do I sign up for Lisa right now? I know. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that. It's going to be in the show notes. And Lisa will have a very special deal for Food Heals Nation listeners. But I just want to ask you, what can we do on our own right now? Like tonight, if I want to do something and say, what can I release? What can I do on my own? Gratitude. Yes. Okay. I knew, I knew she was going to say Did that. Did you? <laughs> I'm a little psychic too. Just I think you are. I would love to know like the specifics of how to get into gratitude because I feel like that's something that I've heard a lot. And sometimes I'm like, well, how do I tap into my gratitude in a deeper way? You just start and you don't normally want to do it. Yeah. If you're angry, if you're feeling you really depressed, yeah. if you're just down and out, right? Yeah. And you just start with, I am grateful. Mm-hmm. I am grateful that I'm alive. I am grateful for my life. Just start with rephrasing that same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I have a bed that's comfortable. I'm grateful that I have the money to go buy a new bed if it's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Just start little. I'm grateful that the sun is out. And then before you know it, real gratitude com- starts yeah. coming through and it raises your vibration. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to get out of the funk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I usually start to cry when I really go there. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that means I'm somewhere. Something's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I started doing, there was an app and it no longer works. So I'm not sure what happened with the developer. And I, so I won't name it, but um, it was about being grateful and giving yourself love every day. So it's like a challenge where mm-hmm. every single day you have to record yourself saying it doesn't go anywhere. It's just for you. And then you see what shifts in those 30 days of doing the gratitude. And it's hard, you guys. Yeah, it's funny how it it is. It can feel hard at first to think about things to I found that like I, I've gone through phases where I would try to journal things and I'd, I'd like run out after 10 things I'm like this is ridiculous there's so much for me to be grateful for but it's like you get stuck but I'm sure as you're saying that if you push yourself through that stuck feeling and think about the minute or relatively in our minds minute things that leads us down to a path it will. And speaking it is powerful. Mm-hmm. Because when we speak it, we hear it. When we speak it, it sends it out to the universe. And what we send out will come back. Yeah. It's a great way to manifest, too. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how to manifest what we desire. Lisa? Let's do. Well, the Such first, an easy question. Right? right? So easy. Because if it was that easy, we would all be really doing better in our life. <laughs> but maybe it is easy and we just don't know the tools. We don't realize how easy it could be. Is that true, you think? Yeah. I think we make it harder than it has to be. Right. Right? And the first part of it was, how, what can we do to raise our vibration, right? And then that led us to, how do we manifest? Yes. And my answer to raising the vibration is to give gratitude. And when we give gratitude, we're sent, and you have to speak it out loud. 
That's the difference, okay? So a journal is not enough? Gratitude it's not journal? enough. Because what happens That's is right. when we speak it out loud, it sends it out into the ethers. It sends it out into the universe. And when you give gratitude and you send it out, it comes back. You know? Yes. And so you want to give gratitude for what you have, gratitude for what you know is coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I give gratitude for all the right clients that are coming to me. Beautiful. I only attract oh. clients that are supportive and positive that need my service. Mm-hmm. It's all part, and you're grateful for this. You're grateful for what's coming up. And what if a misbelief creeps in and we're like, but I don't feel that way, really. I'm faking it. How do we get out of that and into truly believing it? You go into the I am statements. Okay. I am powerful whether I believe it or not. Okay. Yes. My life is getting better whether I believe it or not. So when you go into the fear mode, then tag on whether I believe it or not. Okay. Money is flowing to me whether I believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And so... If I am speaking this out loud, how often do I need to do this to truly create what I'm feeling? Can this happen in an instant? Do I have to do this for hours a day? What is the time? (laughs) I mean, I kind of know the answer, but I want to know what you think. Do it as often as you feel you need to raise your vibration. Because see, that's the key. You have to get into the feeling. And sometimes, especially in the beginning, talking out loud is awkward. It just is to hear our own voice and talk out loud. And it's like, what am I doing this for? I'm like, what am I doing? Right. So Especially if you're talking in, in front of the mirror, that's, that's, a, that's what I'm like, okay, I can do this. I, can, I have to excite <laughs> myself up to yeah. talk to, to my talk in the mirror. Image. I'll tell yes. you my two favorite places yeah. is out in my backyard because I imagine my voice just going out into the world. Ooh, in yeah. fact, sometimes I will fill up this balloon that I'm holding. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll give gratitude, and I bring the gratitude for things in the past into my balloon here. And then what I'll do is, when I feel it full, right, and everything that I'm, I'm looking for, right, then I fold it in half like a Frisbee or a boomerang. And what happens to a boomerang? It comes back. It comes back, right? Whoa, and then yeah. I just throw it out there to the universe and give gratitude as I push it out into all four quadrants of the world. Mm-hmm. So I have a weird personality or brain where I have to like make everything like super sacred. Like I can't just say gratitude when I'm walking around because I'm like, oh, that one doesn't count. So this is me. I'm a weirdo. So here's what I do. I have to light my candle and I have specific candles that burn for different purposes. Okay. So one might be a manifestation candle. One might be a money candle. One might be a love candle. I have different themed candles. You can get these on Amazon. Okay. It's like a ritual. It's a ritual. Mm-hmm. Or you can just take, I have an old candle. I didn't have any candles. I was out of my Amazon candles. So I just took a piece of paper and I taped love onto it. I'm like, I'm doing oh. a love. So whatever it is. And um, the point is, is that if you kind of, think like me, you kind of have an angel and a devil on your shoulder where half of you is saying, this is real. And half of you saying, this is BS. For me, I need the ritual to go, all right, this is my time to tap into that. And I light my candle and then I do my gratitude. And for me, I was doing journaling for a very long time. I do a lot of writing and burning. I have a lot of my, I do my musical meditations that Lisa knows. I love them. Thank you. Because we did them at an event together. Um, But I don't speak it out loud. So use the combination because writing is very powerful too. Yeah. It inks it in the mind. That's how I think of it. Write it it down, make it happen. That's a great book. It is. (laughs) You still have my book. Someone has it. No, I gave it back. Damn. I don't know what it is. I got to order it. You can also manifest in the car. Okay. Tell me about that. And truly we can all turn the radio off. Mm -hmm. Right. We do not need to be listening to talk radio. I mean, 
we need to, we need to listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Well we need to listen to, to this song, right? <laughs> Not this. But be careful about what you hear and what you take in, and how much news you watch. That'll get me off on a whole nother subject. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. But the car is a great way to manifest. Turn the radio down, right? And then start speaking. It, excuse me. In as as you're driving, get your mind off what's going on around you. I mean, you're going to be paying attention. It's the road, but, um, it's a great way mm-hmm, is to talk it while you're driving. Yeah. I find it very meditative to drive. I love long I love drives, mm-hmm. especially in a beautiful area where you're just like road trips. Yeah. I, I yearn for those. I feel like I, my year isn't complete if I don't go on at least one long drive somewhere because I love that feeling of just like being so focused mm. on something Whereas we live in a time where it's so easy to get distracted. Our phones are ringing. We're checking our text messages, our social All media, time. our email. We're, we're thinking about well, when you're driving, you have to be focused. And yet somehow you can simultaneously kind of meditate and like things come to you on the road. Food Heals Nation, have you entered our swag bag giveaway yet? That's right. It's in full effect. In case you haven't heard, we're giving away 10 gift bags full of some of our favorite healthy, vegan, non-toxic health and beauty products like Axiology Lipstick, founded by Erica, who has been on the podcast. She sent us some beautiful lipsticks, all different colors. Really excited to share those with you. You know, these are products that you can be proud to put on your face because they're not harming animals and they're not ingesting toxins into your body. We've also got Addictive Wellness. They're elixir blends, which are so delicious. We live tasted them on one of the podcast episodes with Ana Blanca and Sage, and they were just to die for us. You're either going to get a caramel, a chai, or a cacao, and they're all delicious. So whichever one you get, you're going to be happy. We've also got Welly water bottles. These are great. They are so convenient, and they will not change the water. You know, you can't be drinking out of these plastic water bottles and not expect to be ingesting toxins, right? We don't want those BPAs and even BPA free. We don't want plastic in our lives. So these are beautiful water bottles that are Instagram worthy. I'll just say that. Um, We've got Banish, one of our newest finds that I'm currently obsessed with. So you're either going to get one of their Banish oils or their Banish pumpkin enzyme mask. So I just started using their products over the last month. So I will let you know my results, but so far so good. You're going to get an issue of Veg News Magazine. Shout out to Colleen. Thanks for sending those over. And it's one of the issues where we're actually featured. So we're super excited to send you that issue. And you know, if you're not a subscriber already, you should be. You're also going to get some products from Vermont Silk. So they sent over their little African shea butter, oh, which I can rub all over my palms, all over my feet. It just feels so nice. So you're going to get the shea butter or you're going to get their oatmeal lavender bar soap, which is just delicious as well. We've also got Thrive Probiotics. They're actually probiotics that are formulated with antioxidants. So really good for you. Great for your gut. Great for your health. Great for fending off that cold and staying healthy. Winter, summer, doesn't matter. We got to take those probiotics. 
you're going to get Zatik. I love Zatik's products. They were one of our sponsors at our Food Heals um, one year anniversary party. And I love everything that I've tried from them. You know, they are a staple in my personal cabinet. So you're either going to get their Gratitude Face Serum or their Nutra Face Serum. Both are excellent. WM Nutrition, they sent us their fat burning and pre-workout supplements. You just dissolve them in some water. They taste pretty good. I put them over ice and you can take them before or after a workout, depending on your goals. We've got Four Stigmatics Mushroom Coffee. You're either going to get the coffee or the hot cocoa mix. They're both divine. And these have lion's mane and chaga, and they're really great for getting that boost that you need without that coffee crash, right? So you can mix them with your favorite plant-powered milk and make a really nice latte. We've also got the B4 vitamin supplement, orange flavored, my favorite flavor. So B4 is what you drink before you drink. So you can, you can escape that pesky hangover. So it's specially formulated so that if you're going to partake in alcohol, you can feel great the next day. We've also got the natural dentist. They send us their peppermint twist anti-plaque rinse with aloe vera. So you know that we're all about teeth over here at the Food Heals Podcast, and we know it's all connected, so you want to keep those teeth and gums healthy, so thank you to the natural dentist. So if you want to win a swag bag full of those products and more, okay, you can enter by going online, leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, you're going to screenshot your review post it to either Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, post it online somewhere so we can see it. You're going to tag at Food Heals Nation. That's what we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And make sure to use the hashtag Food Heals Swag so that we see it. Once we see that review, you are automatically entered to win one of these 10 beautiful gift bags. And if you've entered before, yes, you can enter again. Just leave a review somewhere else. So if you left it on you know, iTunes last time, leave it on Stitcher this time, wherever you want to leave them. We're all over the place. We're on Google Play, Spotify, I don't know, wherever you can leave reviews, leave us a review, screenshot it, send it to us, use the hashtag Food Heal Swag, tag Food Heals Nation, and you're entered to win. And the winning 10 reviewers will receive a gift bag shipped right to your door. So good luck. I hope you win. I can't wait to read your reviews. You are listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Okay, I have a question about manifestation. I remember years ago, The Secret came out, and they're like, all you have to do is dream of driving that car, and it's yours. Um, <laughs> I want to bust some myths. Like, what is possible? What is impossible? Is anything possible? And how do you really get to that place of manifesting that car? Or whatever it is that you want, that grand, great question. grand thing. The grand thing. Yeah. The subconscious, remember, is trying to protect you. So it's somebody that comes to me and says, okay, I want to make a million dollars. It's not that you can't make a million dollars, but you can't go from making 10000 to a million overnight. You can't manifest that way. You have to start in little sections. Okay. Okay. And, and as far as a car goes, you can keep in your mind, that's the car I want. But if you're going to go from a Honda to a Bentley, you <laughs> might want to go to a Lexus first, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even if it's just in the mind, even if it's in your vision board, have a, because you need to bring the subconscious along with you. And you have to believe it. So right. I don't believe I can get the Bentley right now, but I could believe I could get the Lexus. Exactly. That's more plausible. Therefore, I'm more likely to you know, manifest it or create it in my right. life. Just See, like, I have trouble with that, though, because okay. I 
my stuck place is that I believe anything's possible. And I'm like, there's no reason I can't have that. But then some, there's some stuck energy where I, I have a lot of trouble with the logic. I have a very strong logic of You like, need to know how you're going to get there. Yeah, I suppose. Or it's like there's some, some things I, I imagine must be stuck because my mind un- can understand a lot of concepts, but I feel like it's almost like my heart or my body isn't following where how far advanced my mind is, if that makes sense. It makes absolute sense. <laughs> the other thing then along in this is that you might be concerned about how busy you're going to have to get in order to get where you want to be. That's me. Right? <laughs> Lisa, because- she was talking to me. Yeah, you use the word busy a lot. I'm, I refuse to use the word busy, <laughs> or I try very or hard not to. She's tapping yeah. into me. Sometimes it can to create money into our life <laughs> takes an additional responsibility. We might feel like or fear that we're not going to have enough time. So we can have a scarcity of money, but we can really have a scarcity of time also, how we spend our time, how we're going to create time, mm-hmm. not having enough time. I think I'm in that right now. Are you? I'm okay with the money part. I'm in the scarcity of time. Uh, Bring us out. Bring us out. Baby. Yeah. What do we yeah. have? <laughs> you know, I went to this really wonderful seminar called High Performance Academy in March, and he broke down some of the, th- the top three reasons why people get in their own way. And I forget what the first one was because it didn't apply to me, but this, this, this second and third were process pain and outcome pain and similar kind of what you were saying the process pain means is that you're afraid that the process is going to be too hard or uncomfortable mm-hmm. and outcome pain is you're afraid that you're going to put all of this time and, and energy into something sure. and you're not going to get the results that you want and i'm very much so the process pain and a bit of the outcome pain mm-hmm. so it's i think for me it's not like a scarcity of time. I'm like, I have plenty of time. You know, I'm, I'm not busy. I don't like to use that word. It's like my fear is that it's going to be uncomfortable. I'm not going to like it. I have to do things I don't want to do. And, I, you know, it's like this weird rebellion or something like that. And I, I feel like that's what gets in the way, even though logically I'm like, you can do this. You've got everything you need. Anything's possible. And I get very frustrated when the lot my actions don't meet my logic, if that makes sense. And I think it does come down to that fear. Yeah. It so it's, fear. it's all fear, right? What mm-hmm. do you, how do you, you could actually from... have a fear of success, mm-hmm. yeah. which doesn't make any logical sense to me. It does not make logic, <laughs> logical sense yeah. at all, but, but it's the DNA, really real. Mm-hmm. It can be part of the DNA. Absolutely. Sometimes we're afraid of being fully seen. It, which comes with success mm-hmm. exactly. because then you're more vulnerable. You're yeah. gonna That's have... kind of like the outcome pain, I suppose. It would be. It's like Absolutely. if I become successful, then other people are going to judge me or yeah. something like that. Like right. I have They're going to see me. Right. Yes. They're going to see you and, and they're going to have an opinion about how you right. got there. And maybe you, they don't think you should be doing it that way. Yes, or yes. Yeah, everybody has mm. an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but how, beyond the gratitude, which is a really great piece of advice, how do you move to be more in alignment with your, like, how do you line up, I guess, your, all three brains, your heart, your mind, and your gut? By being true to yourself. So when you know you need to do something, you have to be in integrity with it, mm-hmm. right? And the other thing is, sometimes I think that based on how we're raised, right, we're not taught to do what comes easy to us. We're taught 
that we life has to be hard, that we have to struggle at what we do to earn the money. Or that we have to do it a way that doesn't feel good to us. That doesn't feel good, right? Mm. But truthfully, when we're in our purpose and our purpose is manifesting in our life, it's when it's what comes the very easiest, the most natural to us is what we're going to be the most successful at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I've, I've noticed this about myself and other people that that so many of us are trying to put ourselves in a box that we don't even belong in, mm-hmm. that we're trying to force ourselves. This happens with, with Allison and I, uh, not to speak for you, but I imagine you can relate to this. Is you know I can. Our, our work is very much based in social media and video creation and all, and, and we can read books and go to events and talk to other people and everybody has their strategies and their formulas and the best practices. And what I found over almost 10 years of doing this is that I don't align with the best practices most of the time, you know, like they don't, and actually I'm having an aha moment right now. Cause one thing I've struggled with is I, because I've been coaching uh, for brand strategies for years, I, I, one thing I've noticed about myself is I'd recommend things for other people that I don't do because I know that they work for others. So I'm like, yeah, they, that works for everybody else. I don't do it, but that works for everybody else. So you should do it. <laughs> and maybe what, 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 what I tuning into your authentic self is why would I recommend a practice that I don't even fully align with? Maybe, maybe we can, what we're, best at helping others with is the things that work for us and find like you were said finding the clients that align with you and thus guiding them through that and I and I think that's something that I've struggled with for so long and Allison I I imagine because you go to so many conferences it's like we're surrounded by people that are like this is how you do things and this is the best way and this is the most effective and it's like overwhelming because sometimes you're like I have to filter through all this to figure out what works for me yeah. And if and, I'm not doing what everybody else is doing, I'm a failure or something. And I feel like I'm over that now, but I used to <laughs> feel that great. way. But yeah. like, I'm like, oh, you did it that way? Great. I'm not doing that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. what can I take from something that someone has done and incorporated into my own? I right. will do that. I do but You that have to too. be very conscious of that. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think in general, we live in this world. It, it's like dieting, exercise. Everybody has something that can work. And we have to find the thing that works best for us. And it's like filtering through that. That does. I've tried that. It didn't work or that didn't feel right. And it's like this ongoing journey, which I, I feel conflict. I feel like it's it's nice to go through that journey. But sometimes I get really frustrated and I'm like, I've tried so much. Why haven't I found the thing that works for me? Is that part of the process or is that it maybe is process, not being in But tune? it doesn't have to be that complicated. Let's make it easy. Let's yeah, make please. it easy. <laughs> so it can literally just be a few blocks, energy blocks, that's preventing you from seeing it clearly. Mm-hmm. Or that's preventing you from like really saying, okay, this is what it is. Because sometimes we can know something, but we don't know it. And I know that doesn't right. sound right, but it's I really true. It. Yes. We know Here. there's something there, but we're yeah. not sure what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What are some of your favorite um, exercises or practices to... Really, I mean, I guess I asked this earlier, but really get in touch with that intuition. We can say things out loud. We can do things when we're driving. But Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm going to do all those things. And some, maybe it's just some days I can't get there. And and maybe it's just that. Okay, let's define the question again. So is it, are you asking me how to develop the intuition? 
I would love to know how to develop intuition. Would then, you? Uh, yeah, I mean next level. Okay. Yeah. Well, just start. Let's just take driving for example. All right. It's not like you have to get in some state of being and be Yoda out there meditating right, in right, order right. to develop your <laughs> you still have to intuition. Okay. Yeah. But let's let's use it driving. Let's say you're in the parking lot and you get this like feeling, I should turn right to go find my parking spot. But you don't. You turn left. And as you're coming around, you're like, crap, I could have had that spot if I had just turned right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an aha moment. Mm-hmm. You go back to the moment in the beginning where you thought you should have turned right and you go, that's what it felt like. And you give gratitude right? For when you get it wrong and when you get it right, because you have to be willing to get it wrong to learn what right is. Ooh, that's powerful. This is great. (laughs) And it's true with parking too, because I think even in the secret. Oh yeah. They talk talk about manifesting the parking. They say manifesting, but I think what they didn't fully explain, which you just articulated so well, is that it's not like, oh, I'm just going to drive and spots magically going to open. It's about the key is listening to yourself enough to know when to turn to find the right spot right. versus, uh, oh, it's just going to be there. You There's a co-creation basically right. in, in place there. And I just remembered that at the event, you talked about this. And I don't know if I asked the question or which event at JJ's event. Okay. I believe, <laughs> you know, because we've done it. We just did New Media Summit, too. But I believe it was at JJ's event where either someone asked you or maybe I asked you, like, how do you know what your in- which one is your intuition when you're getting mixed messages? And you were like, whatever you hear first. If you're like, should I turn right or left? And you hear right. That's it. And I was like, oh, that easy. <laughs> you know what? 99% yeah. of the time, it's your first thought. And when we start second guessing what the right thought is, we we lose it immediately. Guilty. So you just, yeah. (laughs) That's that's tough. I I feel like maybe that's part of, I don't know, DNA or cultural programming is like, I so I feel like myself, but I notice this other people is that second guessing is like because it's like I'm constantly searching for the right thing, but what if the right thing was there all along and it was just that first. And I think part of that is I've been really fascinated by shame and shame was a big played a big role in my life probably still plays a big role. And I feel like, you know, Brene Brown, like really helping people understand what shame means. It's a huge thing for many people. And for me is that I am afraid that I'm going to get it wrong or that my right isn't going to be somebody else's right. And they're going to shame me for, for following my, like, I think that's part of I my love, childhood absolutely. right there. And I feel like that's why we second guess it. Cause we're trying to protect ourselves and other people. And it's like, we don't want to hurt someone's feelings if we don't want to align with them. Right. Oh, that, that's shame a heavy is, weight. I'm glad you brought it up. Shame is what I found to be the number one emotion that's inherited. It gets passed down through the lineage. It's been going on for lifetimes, shame has. And an easy way to think about it is if, um, think about when you were a kid, did you ever get blamed for something that you did not do? Did you ever get called out by a teacher and you didn't do it and you got blamed for something? And it can happen within the family dynamics. Well, it's a shameful feeling. Have you ever been bullied? Bullied is a shameful feeling. And shame, I'll give you some examples of how it shows up in our life now as an adult, okay? Shame will cause us to feel that we're never worthy to be the expert. We're never worthy to take our career to the next level Mm -hmm. because we, we haven't, for whatever reason, maybe we don't have enough education. Maybe we don't feel like we've been doing it long enough. Maybe we don't feel like we can be the expert because somebody else is better than us. Mm -hmm. And so we don't do it. 
We don't write the book. We don't we don't get out and become um, going to the theater like we always wanted to do, you yeah. know, become a, an entertainer because somebody else is better. Well, the truth is there's always somebody else better, and, but there's always room at the top. And there's always, always room for your gifts. There is. There's always room to be seen. Yeah. But shame will make us feel like we're not worthy to be seen, we're not worthy to be heard, and we're not worthy to be known. Love clearing shame. I could talk yeah. I could talk for hours on shame. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. I know. I'm was, like, yes, please. Was that something that you had to clear for yourself? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And how long did that process take? You know, it's a little bit different for everyone. Sure. So when people ask me that, I tell them, think of a family tree. There isn't one branch, so it doesn't go straight up, and we're done. So if I uh, pick up on an emotion, because remember, I'm doing muscle testing. Mm -hmm. It's not what Lisa thinks. It's what your body gives me. And let's say betrayal comes up, Mm -hmm. right, based on what we're working on. Well, the subconscious, that's a familiar emotion. So it could have, if you inherited it, you could have inherited it coming down from different branches also. And then the subconscious could have trapped it in your lifetime because it identifies that as truth for you. So there's never one emotion, one time, either inherited or throughout your life. There's a pattern. And then there's other emotions that might be similar to it. Yeah. So the process is very different. But like, for example, a child. So I had this little kid come to me. Oh, you have time for a quick story? Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is an adorable story. <laughs> He's, um, his mom brings him to me because he has some health issues. And he has to go and get shots and blood work taken. And he's petrified of needles. One session, we clear the inherited fear of needles. It was actually from his mother. And afterwards, she tells me, oh, by the way, I could never go into the room and the doctors would have to hold him down because it made me so nervous. So then I get this picture of them both in there with him getting a shot, right? But this is what's cool. So he comes to me the next time because he asked to come back because he felt so much better. The kid is eight years old, all right? And he plops down on my sofa and he said, Lisa, I know what I want to work on today. And I'm like, what? And he goes, Jorge has the coolest shoes in school and I don't have them. And he goes, and I don't like how I feel when I look at his shoes and I don't like him and I just don't want to feel this way. Oh, Right? So sweet. It is really sweet. Children are really, um, really intuitive about what's important and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what a gift to give them. Ever my <laughs> little side note, I just saw the new Mr. Rogers documentary. This is your, uh, what is it? Will you be my neighbor? Is that yeah. his phrase? And I, that movie touched me so much because he, his whole passion was about helping children f- and f- help them feel seen and understand things. And it's, it's like, imagine how powerful this world would be if we really gave children that that gift of healing that voice that that i'm here for you and i see you and and we can it's okay to feel these ways and yeah uh, it just always gets me because i think when when i'm really struggling with something a lot of times my mind will go like okay where's where's my the little girl of, version of me in this yeah. situation those childhood wounds where they, these often stem from and what is that? You know, you've, you talked about this with me too. Is like, Oh, I'm obsessed with my child, inner child work. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> it's powerful. So transformational. Oh, and it gets me in the core of just like, wow, like imagine having that gift. Cause as little kids, you know, sometimes we don't even know how to verbalize. It's amazing that he, he did know how to verbalize right? it, but then like, I think about, did I ever verbalize it and was shot down kind of like you with your mother 
um, you know, how our parents can be afraid or they don't know what to do or say. And so it's easier to just deny it or push it away. Well, they think or they're helping us. us. Yeah, of yeah. course. They're yeah. doing their best. They do their best. Yeah. We have to give so much gratitude to everyone that's involved in shaping who we are because all of those people are doing their best. And so yes. af- as we let go of the judgment that we held against them at the time. It also helps us in our present. And as we let go of what we felt as a child and we tell them, you are safe, you are loved, you are whatever the opposite is of the shame or the guilt or the anger, whatever it is that they felt, you then transform yourself in the present. And that work has been so incredible for me personally. Mm -hmm. And some people's little girl is four years old. Some people's little girl is seven, you know, or a little boy or whatever. Mine is four and I got a 25 who lost mommy and daddy. Mm -hmm. So this can be done at any age. You might have a 40 year old little girl and you need to talk to that person who was hurt at the time. And that work is powerful. So powerful. Yeah. Wow. All of this is and, and Lisa, your clients range in age. Can you tell us about that? Who do you they work do. with? Oh, which got me off on the child. So what I wanted to tell you is it clears very quickly Okay. because there isn't so much. Or the 13-year-old that came to me because she was pulling all, she pulled all her eyebrows out, her eyelashes, she pulled her hair out. They finally shaved her head mm. because of nervousness and anxiety and that. You know, two sessions, she she's done. She's wow. done with the pulling and the nervousness. Great. So kids just process faster. How long do your sessions often take with adults? I recommend 12 to 14 sessions. Wow. Yeah, especially anything over 35, right? Wow. And the thing is, is possibilities open up to us. So we can, um, a 30-year-old came to me, maybe she was 35, I'm trying to remember, and it's hard to imagine, but she could not drive on the freeway. Mm. Her husband would drive her everywhere, all over Southern California to all of her appointments, and it took one time. And then she was like, but Lisa, I feel so good. What else is available for me? Yeah. So then we started working on the fear of pe- speaking in public and getting out into the world because a lot there's a lot of fear of speaking up. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. And so you have children's to... To, um, I think the oldest is... I don't know if she's 80 or 85 right off the top of my head. And you can work with someone as young as a, a young baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. In fact, I'm working with a woman right now who is pregnant and she wants me to release inherited, you know, her inherited fears. Yeah. She wants me to start working on that with the child. Hell yeah. When I get pregnant, I'm coming straight to yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my experience um, doing the DNA healing with you was absolutely incredible. And so for anyone listening or watching, please know that Lisa is here for you. And how can people work with you on the phone, in person? Tell us about that. Didn't you say there's a special offer? There is a special offer. It will be at foodhealsnation.com slash Lisa. And I know that you have a free gift for us as well as you have lots of content online And you have a special for Food Heals Nation, but tell us about your money clearing gift. All right. Which I know Whitney is going to download right away. Of course. (laughs) Well, it's a series of three and I'm giving the first one away. All right. And it's called Releasing Inherited Money Blocks. Mm -hmm. I believe that's the name of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's up on my website. I just did it last month. All right. And then if you like that, the next one in the series is releasing... um, where we're not treating our money well. So we have to honor money to bring in money. 
That's the truth, right? Yes. And then the last one in the series is Clearing Blocks to Attract Money. Mm. So it's a great series. And the first one, I just want to give it away. I want you to experience freedom around these inherited patterns that we inherit. Is it a video series or a No, a it's book? a healing meditation. Oh, audio? It's audio. Wow, mm-hmm. beautiful. So I can light yeah. my candle and listen. You can light your candle and listen away. So real quickly, do I have time? Yes. There's The first two process, beginning of it is important. So in the very beginning of it, I kind of like give an example of how inherited money shows up. But then I take you through a special type of grounding that's different than I think you've probably have ever done before. And what it does is it's going to prepare the body for healing. So I have you bring, pull it down, heaven's energy down through your crown, and I have you bring earth's energy up from the bottom. Beautiful. All right. And then the next part is I'm taking you into an awakened hypnosis state. Cool. I'm trained in a lot of hypnosis. Okay? okay. And it's really important to do this because I'm creating a visual for you. And the visual is what gets the subconscious on board with manifesting. Mm. Because if the subconscious is not on board, we can cognitively know that we have all these things we need to do and it doesn't matter. It makes it harder for things to happen. So be present during the grounding and the visualization. Then you can really go to sleep. It doesn't matter. Like you don't have to be awake for it is what I'm saying. And then listen to it again and again, but give it two days in between because they're strong and I don't want it to shoot your adrenals out. Okay. 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 Good to know. Yeah. Give it two days in between. And then you can work with me one-on-one. And another thing about working with you one-on-one is you record the session. And so you say after a few days that we can listen back to the recording and we can clear again. Yes. Yeah, so clear the sub, more. That's exactly right. Just like with the healing meditation, the one-on-one, I want you to listen to it again because the subconscious goes into release mode again mm-hmm. and it will find where it shows up because there isn't just one emotion. Mm-hmm. There isn't one abandonment. There isn't one shame. And the subconscious will find more of it. And the other thing, so I'm asking questions to to the body, right? And let's say on one of those recordings, it's not applicable to you. Maybe you don't give all your money away, right? But the emotion that I come up with, the subconscious will find how it shows up in your life. That's the beautiful thing. That's so cool. Yeah. So you will get benefit from all of it. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. All right. And so if people want to work with you, they can go to foodhealsnation.com slash Lisa for our special offer. And then they can get your meditation right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely free. And Whitney, what about you? Where can everyone find you online? At WhitneyLauritson.com and currently at Eco Vegan Gal. Fabulous. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here. I really Thank you. It. I've this loved every amazing. minute of it. Yes. Yes. Wow. Engaging and Really, really wonderful. Yeah, it's a treasure. I hope that the listeners can feel the energy that I feel in this room because it's, it's well, as you said, energy. What what was your phrase? That energy has no No boundaries. No boundaries. So they must be able to feel this. Absolutely, we're sending love to you out there. Yes, All right. Hope you enjoyed our interview with Lisa. If you want to work with Lisa, go to www.foodhealsnation.com slash Lisa. 
you'll save $100 off your session. What a great deal. Such a generous offer. Thank you, Lisa. Plus, you can download a free money healing meditation. And just to let you know that we recorded this episode maybe two months ago, and I have had two healing sessions with Lisa now. And Lisa is truly, truly helping me. You know, she got me to work on some personal things that I didn't realize I had to work on. So that's always interesting when that happens. You kind of think, oh, I've cleared that. I've worked on that. But sometimes we're doing spiritual bypass and we haven't truly cleared it. And so she really brought some things to light. And what I love about the healings is you record them on your phone. And so you do the session with Lisa and then you can listen back and it helps release even more. So that's a really incredible deal because, you know, you get to listen to it over and over and it really helps kind of, I don't know, like get it in your brain, some of the positive mantras and get rid of some of those you know, heavy things that we tend to tell ourselves, even the ones we think we're done with. Um, She helps you realize, no, you're not so done. She even helped me formulate my words for a conversation that I really needed to have that I hadn't figured out how to have yet. And, you know, using her, I would say psychic abilities, um, she really came up with the perfect words. And perhaps, you know, my guides were helping Perhaps, you know, she's just really, really brilliant at what she does. But between the two of them, she helped me really create a conversation that I needed to have. And it ended up going really well and better than I could have hoped. So if you want to work with Lisa, again, foodhealsnation.com slash Lisa. Make sure to use www or the redirects don't always work. Uh, See you next time, Food Heals Nation. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately.